I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young, into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.
us, Father. We all got here safely, Father. We all made it through this week safely, Father. All of the different issues and circumstances that happened this week, Lord, you still brought us here so that we can gather together corporately to lift you up and give you praise, Father. The song says, what a friend we have in Jesus, all of our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit, what needless pains we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. What a privilege you have given us, Father, to speak and have communication with you, that we speak and you listen and then you speak back to us, Father. We just love you so much and we're so thankful that you love us in a way that refuses to let us go, that refuses to let us stay where we are, that you want to continue conforming us into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for being so good, for being so kind, for being faithful and just. Thank you for giving us of our sins, Father, the things that we did that we knew were not pleasing to you, Father. We know we did some things, we said some things, we thought some thoughts that were not pleasing to you, Father. But we ask for forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus, and we receive your forgiveness knowing that you told us you would cast our sins as far as the east is from the west and remember them no more, that there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you, Lord, that as we enter this time of praise and worship, that we do just that, Father, that we lift our hands in praise for the things that you've done for us and that we worship you because of who you are, that you are a good God, that you are a kind God, that you are a loving God, that you are a faithful God, that you are a God who refuses to let us go, who comes after us, Lord. You said you'd leave the 99 and come after the one. Father, we thank you for the experience that we had here on Friday night, Lord. What a blessing it was to have Dr. Evans here with us to proclaim your word with power and boldness. Father, we ask this morning that you would strengthen our pastor, Pastor Gordon, Lord. We thank you for all of the things that he has done for us, that he prays for us, that he gives us a strong and powerful word that will carry us through the week, that he loves us and does all these things for your glory and for the good of those who sit under him and who listen to him and who follow his teaching. I pray that you will strengthen him to preach and teach your word with boldness and power this morning. Lord, anything that's going on in his life, Lord, can you move it to the side? Can you put it on hold for just a couple of hours so that he can do the job that you have called him here to do, Lord? So that he can do the work of a servant, Father, as he gives us your word and your truth. Father, I ask for a blessing upon the choir, the musicians, the ushers, those who are teaching in the children's ministry, Lord. I ask that you cover our children, God. The enemy is busy and after our children, God. I see it every single day, Lord, and it hurts my heart. And I can only cry out to you, Father, to protect our children, our most innocent among us, Lord. Bless them and keep them and help them to know who you are, that they would live a life that is pleasing to you. All these things and so much more each person I know has on their heart. But I ask that you would touch each of them individually and us collectively as we worship and praise you today. It's in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Give me some more on the mic. Give me some more on the mic.
He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He's God, the Son, and the Son of God. He's glorious. He's marvelous. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Everlasting Father. Can I get a witness? He always was. He's the wasness of was. Can I get a witness? He's the Lamb of God. He's the liberator of God. Hallelujah. Bless his name. And without him, we can do nothing. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. The Lord is gracious. He's gracious. We're only alive because of grace. He's gracious. He's good. He's my guidance. He's my glory. Can I get a witness? Jesus! Jesus! 
the Christ, Son of the living God. You may be seated. We'll have amen. Scripture, prayer, followed by Scripture, church, amen. Good morning. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you are so great, Lord God. You are strength, our refuge, our resurrection, and our life. We just thank you for life, Lord God. Without you, Lord God, where will we be? We pray for this congregation, Lord God, that you strengthen them, Lord God, that they follow after our pastor, Lord God. We thank you for dying on the cross for our sins, Lord God. We pray for our nation, Lord God, that we will be unified and not divided, Lord God. Help us to grow and understand who you are, Lord God. We pray for everybody that's sick, Lord God. You are our strength. You are our resurrection. You would heal us, Lord God. Help them, Lord God. We also pray for the Charles Stanley family, Lord God, to the recent death of Charles Stanley. Help them, Lord God, to know that they had a man that served you and watch over our pastor and keep him strong. Our leader, our friend, my mentor is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Good morning, St. Matthews. Please join me in the book of Mark. We'll be in Mark chapter 4, 35 through 41. And this is what the word of God says. And the same day when the eve was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat unto the ship, and so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea Obey him. Our next scripture shall be found in Hebrews, the 10th chapter. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, beginning at verse 35. Hebrews 10, beginning at verse 35. Cast not away. Therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man, Draw back from my soul, shall have no pleasure 
in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but unto them of them that believe to the saving of the soul. May the Lord continue to bless us who apply the word.
What a mighty God we serve. Greet you in the name, the one name. I'm not confused about who saved me. Can I get a witness? I'm not trying to build a foundation on myself. Jesus Christ is my sure foundation. Praise God. We are thankful. I want to get out as expeditiously as possible what I have to say. And I want to say this to you. St. Matthew's is the best church anywhere. Anywhere. One of Anywhere. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your faithfulness. Let me, let, me, let me say this to you. The last two weeks have been two of the toughest weeks of my life. We had to put down a parking lot for $298,000 cash because they, they wanted to do it in five to seven days. Doesn't it look beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we went through a bid process and scope of the contracts and regimen of the work and all that. And, uh, and then um, we've been under auditors all week. And the leader auditor came into my study as a senior pastor. I brought Sister G in. They didn't want a veterinary. They, he said that we were excellent. Excellent. Flying colors, IRS compliant, every check, every penny accounted for. Amen. And, and, and let me, let me, let me, and this is, this, this is no credit of mine. In 36 years, there ain't no scandal with me. You, you didn't see me in the papers. You, didn't. you understand? My wife come to church. There's some pastors, their wife don't even come to church. Living that double life. You understand? So the fact of the matter is, that uh, God blessed us, and then we got approved for our loan. Amen. To put the money back to liquidity. Amen. And um, thanking the Lord again, from whom all blessings flow. And then to top it all off, my dear friend of 36 years, Dr. Tony Evans, blew us away. Amen. Blew us away. And um, it, it is it's just amazing how when you bring a revivalist in, they always confirm the pastor. They confirm what the pastor's doing. Amen. And uh, when he dealt with milk and meat, I started laughing. When uh, I thank the Lord again, he, he at one juncture asked me to come to Dallas to preach. I said, nah, uh, I'm not doing all that traveling and whatnot, but uh, he, um, my friend, and boy, when he dealt with Melchizedek, 
And I know Melchizedek is a type of Christ. I, I understand Genesis 14. But when he said that he served Abraham bread and wine to refresh him for the next fight, that blew me away, Doc. That blew me away. I, I mean, it was just awesome. And I'm really thankful. Um, and I want to... Alina did an excellent job. My... My aide, my executive director, and uh, and then uh, the hospitality under Tanya and the choirs. Girl, you sang. You sang, girl. You sang. You sang. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Stand up. She almost sounds good as me. And uh, thankful for the choirs, the ushers. Thank you for Reverend Jackson, Deacon Armstead. Thank you for uh, Dan Spencer Sherman. I had the prosecutor in my office for a long time, and we were talking. I love that lady, and uh, she uh, she's just so moved with our church and this ministry. And uh, she had to catch a flight early this uh, early yesterday morning, so I wanted to get her out of here. I'm thankful for her and just thankful for Brother Holland and uh, uh, Dave Price, our guards. Where's, where's Dave Price? At that Dave Price, Dave Allen. Yeah, and uh, and I mean there was people here from Philly that I haven't seen in 40-something years. They're pastors and people that were in Bible studies with me a long time ago. I said, look at Jesus. And uh, the Lord just blessed us. Isn't the Lord good? Isn't the Lord good? Hallelujah. Thank, thank all of you. For, I want to thank Dan and Sherman for walking the prosecutor to a car, and we had uh, Williamstown police here. I was gratified because uh, I, I was a little nervous. This is our first night, semi-night program, and it was packed out. It was packed out. It was packed out. Amen. And uh, like Sanford said, there was more Negroes here than in the Tarzan movie. And, brother, brother, don't worry about it. You good? You want us now? Look, look, so, fact, fact of the matter is, Christian, I want to thank you. Thank you. I want to thank all of you. They was up in here last—I mean, Friday night. Amen. And um, I'm just so thankful and grateful to the Lord. The Lord has shown us much favor. Amen? Much, 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 much favor. And it's all Jesus. It's all Jesus. And Jesus only. Amen? And we are doing great. We are thanking the Lord. I want to and thank everyone who participated. Uh, just uh, overflow. 
of people, and, 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 and Tony and I had a long talk. We, we talked about a lot of things, and uh, uh, I'm just thankful to him um, for being a great expositor. Amen? And uh, we had a great Friday, and I'm, I'm just thankful for all of you, because this is your church. Amen? And listen, let me say this to you. You can say what you want to do, but the proof is in the pudding. Proof is in the pudding. The Lord is so good, and I'm thankful to the Lord from whom all blessings flow. So thank you, St. Matthews. Give yourself a hand clap. Thank you. Great job. And the Lord is good, and uh, we're getting back to uh, moving on and moving up. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. But uh, it's called the work of the ministry for a reason. It's work. Amen? And uh, we thank the Lord for his grace and patience with us. Amen? Praise the Lord. Because at the end of the day, Jesus reigns. And he's not going to share his glory with no man. Amen? So praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. We're going to celebrate the Lord's Supper today. Uh, there were no Baptist uh, candidates this morning. But uh, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Give as God has given you. Uh, we have a responsibility tithe on the first day of the week. Tithe as you have received from the Lord. Amen. And the choir will come and sing. Church, say amen.
feet if you love the Lord. Say, I love you. I love you, Jesus. Said, I worship and adore. miraculous exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ we come we bow prostrate before your presence confessing that we are wrong and you are right we are weak but thou art strong sanctify move by your spirit convict convince if need be convert in Jesus name amen maybe see it hallelujah this morning I want to deal with a crash in the classroom. A crash in the classroom. Evaluations and examinations and expectations are all a process of review to determine the approval or disapproval of a student. Paul the Apostle examines this Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians 3 and 4. And he determines that there is a reason for their carnality, for their conflict, and for their confusion. Paul explained in detail that there were recipients in the church of milk and meat. The milk feeders do not understand truth. They don't understand the word. They don't understand God's wisdom. 
they even don't understand God's word. They're babes. And babies get attention by crying. Complaining. Contankers. Whereas the mature Christians are those that have discernment. Those who can see through and distinguish where stuff is coming from. Paul deals heavily with these two types of Christians because we already covered that in their position, they're perfect. We are already seated in heavenly places in Christ. We're already glorified. Our names are already written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But in our practice, some of us are very dirty and very deceitful. Paul begins to home in on this problem. And, and let me stop pausing part so you don't think that we are just judging others. There was, I was on milk for years. I refused to stop. I was saved, but I still lived like the world. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was saved, but I was still consumed by my flesh. My reasoning was wrong. I lived in ruin. And, 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 and God the Holy Spirit set up situations to drive me from my mess to his medicine. Yeah. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to his image. The worst kind of Christian is a carnal Christian. Because Satan is on you and God is on you. You're getting hit from both sides. Do I have a witness? So what Paul does, and I, I, I want to do this as expositionally as possible, Paul lays out some real interesting information concerning these crashes we have in these classrooms. When I was in college, I used to lollygag around, and then when a midterm or final came, I would cram six to eight hours drinking black coffee and just cram, 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 until one of my profs said, yeah, you got a B plus, but you don't retain when you cram. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he was right. And, and, the, and the fact of the matter is, is that we live on information but not participation. We're part of the weekly fellowship 
but our lives are fractured. Now, 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 you, you, you and I need to understand that this classroom that Paul is talking about, and, it, and it's very interesting that uh, uh, the reason I went to Colossians, I needed to make a contact because Paul's prayer in Colossians 1.9 was, I pray, you Colossians, that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. It's a prayer you ought to pray for your kids, your marriage, your ministers. And if you have that mindset, you cannot be carnal. You will not be carnal to be filled with the knowledge of his will. The most important thing you and I can grasp, what is your will for my life? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so when we look at scripture, and I want to say this, God, who is providential, pro video, God makes plans to help you grow. And those plans are putting us in situations of trouble. James says, count it all joy when, not if, you fall into various trials for the fire testing of your faith will work out perseverance that you may be entire lacking nothing. Mm. And let perseverance have her perfect work. Don't try to cut your trials short because the class is only coming back. I'm talking to somebody up here. So, so, so the providence of God places us in situations of trouble. Heart attack, cancer, death. Mm. Yeah. Children in trouble, grandchildren in trouble, husband, wife in trouble. Trouble don't last always, but trouble is God's vehicle to help you grow. Lord have mercy. Mm. And every time God needs you to grow and you can't hear his will, he sends trouble. There are no Christians without trouble. Paul had trouble. Peter had trouble. John had trouble. We are troubled on every side. But we're not distressed. Perplexed. We get confused, don't we? Not in despair. Cast down, not destroyed. And so the providence of God has placed us in situations of trouble for you to see what you're going to do. He already knows. So in Genesis 13, you don't need to turn. You know the story. Abraham was on his way to Canaan. It was God's place where he wanted Abraham to be. It was God's providence 
but there was a famine in the land. And let me let me stop pausing part because see our feelings will block our faith. Mm. Yeah. Our fears will mess up our focus. The older I get, I got I got more and more fears that I try to deal with. More and more fears I I'm, I'm, Yeah. So when the famine came, Abraham decided to leave God's place. He moved. That's what we do. When the test comes, we move. Went down into Egypt, make the story short. And then once he was out of the will of God, he had to start learning. Sarai was considered the finest woman in the Bible. Most expositors say there was nobody looking like Sarai. She was fine. And when you marry a fine woman, you got problems. <laughs> Don't worry, y'all ain't got no problems. When you, marry, when, you marry, when you marry a fine woman, you got problems because Lord have mercy. He, he was going down into Egypt and he said, tell them you're my sister. It's right there in the book. So Pharaoh wouldn't kill me and take you got down there and he lied to Pharaoh and Pharaoh had a bad dream and God told Pharaoh, you touch him, I'm going to kill you. So Pharaoh threw him out. Trouble! The disciples are on the boat with Jesus and all of a sudden, a storm rises. It was red in your hearing. They wake Jesus up. He's at the stern of the boat. Don't you care that we're perishing? He stands up. And he says, Oh, ye of little faith, did not I tell you that we were going to the other side? And he told the storm, Here's what I want peace. Here's the command be still. And everything came to a halt. This classroom of trouble we keep crashing in. Well, I'm struggling in my marriage. We're doing the club. Everybody's struggling. Even the ones that come to church that make you think they ain't struggling. That's still your compliment. You struggle with your compliment. Iron sharpening iron. You ain't supposed to be compatible. Y'all done been looking at that tube too long. Great, great life, great money, great sex, great, great tricks. Hugged all up together. That ain't real.
And then when the program goes off, you look at your mate and say, well, what the heck? What the heck happened to me? I'm cursed. And, 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 and so, so there are some crashes in this classroom. And then finally, when he came up out of Egypt, God told him to go, amen. And, and, and he, he instructed Abraham, amen, go, go, go up, go up, because you're down. Egypt is always down. It's the world. Go up to Morah, place of instruction. Go up, go up till you get to the place of Canaan. That's where I told you to go. Classrooms are trouble. And you're either coming out of trouble, you're in trouble, or you're about to go into trouble. You got to learn to live with trouble. So Paul deals with, and we see, a fractured faith that causes them to crash. Pastor, my husband was rushed to the hospital last night, and I don't know the condition. You know, we well, we're gonna pray, but to you, it's overwhelming. And then God comes through on many occasions. So, what did you learn from that lesson? What did you learn from the lesson of your children getting in trouble and you praying and God bringing them out? What did you learn? What did you learn? God is sovereign. He places us in these classes and our fractured faith causes us not to trust but to move. We move. I'm getting out of this marriage. What makes you think the next one will be right? The grass is always green on the other side. And it's not green grass. It's, it's brown grass with a green light. And when, the, and when the bulb burns out, when the bulb burns out, you're going you're gonna to see the light. Fractured face. My faith has been fractured at times. See, I'm transparent. I don't preach at you. I let you know everything you're going through, I done been through. Can I get a witness? Crashes in the classroom. I keep failing the subject. that God places before me called trouble. Mm. Every time trouble comes, I move. I manufacture something. It's like that proverbial worm. Man went fishing and put the worm on a hook and cast it out and the worm was moving in the water and the fish is underwater. The fish said, woo, 
It's a juicy meal. Meal. And what the fish did not know is that once he got the worm, he got hooked. Line and frying pan. Mm. Something that looks too juicy, stay away from it. It's a lie. So the fact of the matter is, not only do we see a fractured faith, we see a fallen and futile foundation. Here, here in chapter 4, chapter 3, chapter 4, Paul starts elaborating on what are you building your hope on? My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest friend, but only lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Mm. I struggle going to the graveyard where my mother, my father, and three brothers were buried because I believe my doctrine. Now, I may go and play some flowers, but they ain't in there. I'm not going to no graveyard and, and, and just stay there day after day. And something happens since going, I go there day after day. Put night flowers on a great day in glory. You gotta know they're in glory. You gotta rejoice to be absent from the body, be present with the Lord. Can I get a witness? Faulty foundation. And in this context of foundation, Paul says, Christ is our foundation. Not your greatness, not your gifts, Lord have me, not your money, not your ability to make things. No, no, no. Christ is our foundation. And in that, in that context, and I'm, I'm scurrying along, in that context, Paul uses certain Greek words. He says, as a master builder as a wise Sophias comes from Sophia as a wise master builder the words in the Greek for master builder is designer ah, an architect as a wise master builder I have built the spiritual and the physical People that are not wise just trying to build the physical. They ain't concerned about the spiritual. That Christ is our salvation. Mm. Christ and him crucified. And, and Paul talks about all humility. Now, now, one of the things we got to be careful. See, there's folk in the church. They full of pride and the pride is covered. Displaying their gifts is pride. Teaching, preaching is pride. You know, making people believe your lies, pride. Ain't no humility in there. 
Your opinion is what counts. Pastor don't know what he's talking about. That's pride. Or you give that uh, air. Everything in my life, Jesus was responsible for. I, I have no credit to take. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? And he talks about uh, serving in all humility. That's why I bring Yvette up here all the time. She's a CFO, 25 years corporate experience, but she's an usher. She serves. Here's our choir director. She passed her law degree. Can I get a witness? The, The fact of the matter is, Your foundation ought to only talk about Christ in all humility. And then he used the word husbandry, which has to do with field, has to do with sowing, has to do with planning. What are you building on top of the foundation of Christ? The seed is the word of God. The sower is God. The soil is the condition of man's hearts. Are y'all with me this morning? Hang in there. I'm coming in. We are his building. We are his husbandry. We built on Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Hmm. We are his habitat. When Christ is the foundation, your name is not called. Some of us want our name called. He is our foundation. Friday night there was people here I ain't seen in 40 something years. They knew me when. I wouldn't let them give a testimony. He deals with this matter of a faulty, futile foundation. You're building mess on mess. Education is good, but education without salvation is just information. Can I get a witness? Yeah, your degrees are good, your experiences are good, your exposure is good, but we need to hear about Christ. It was Christ who snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. It was Christ who put me on the street called straight. And if I listen to you two minutes and don't hear Christ, you're a liar from the pit. Paul deals with this matter of uh, foundation. Foundation. What is your true foundation? Mm. It ought to be Christ. I'm a sinner saved by grace. There's none righteous, no, not one. Read read Romans 1 through 3. All have sinned 
There are nine indictments. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Short! Christ is our foundation. He's the foundation for our marriage. Now, now let me stop Paul's while. By the grace of God, I created marriage counseling in this church. And I won't even marry you if you're not saved. Because God is love. And if you don't know God, you can't love nobody. I ain't even marrying you. Are you saved? No. Well, bye. You out of here. Hmm. That, that is, child of God, when you understand what Christ being your foundation entails, he's everything. He's my will. He's my word. He's my wisdom. He's my worship. Mm. That is, that is, Paul, Paul deals with the foundation. But then thirdly, Paul, as we wrap up chapter four, Paul is dealing with, amen, the experience of a fatherly and mature And it's all in the past tense. When you see truth the way truth is, you in the past tense. I am a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. <sighs> I was born twice, but I'm only going to die once. Lord, have mercy. Paul says that we are full in the past tense. We are rich in the past tense. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Paul deals with this past tense for a reason. Because it's Christ and not us that's going to give us the victory. It's Christ and not us. Who's going to fix our faith? It's Christ and not us who's going to be our foundation. It's Christ and not us who's going to give us a fatherly love, a mature love. Christ and Him crucified. Hmm. That is, when we understand these crashes in the classroom, it's because we have not handled trouble the right way. We move, we manipulate, we lie. Trouble is going to come. What are you going to do with trouble? When it shows up at your door. What God wants you to do is be still and know that he's God. 
He will give you the power. He will give you the peace. He will give you the perseverance to keep on running. Won't he do it? God will give you the wherewithal to keep on running. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry that you're going through cancer treatments, but we're going to pray for you. And I believe that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And I'm not going to pray inquiring. I'm going to pray thanking. I'm going to pray as if God has already done it. I'm going to pray that God is already on it. I'm going to pray that God has already fixed it. He's a hot fixer. He's a mind regulator. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Crashes in the classroom. Hmm. Our faith is fragmented. Listen to this and take this one home with you. It's not how much you sing and shout in church. It's what happens when all hell is breaking out. When the hell is breaking out. You got to get like Paul. They thought Paul was crazy. And we know that all things are being worked together for the good. Can I get a witness? God's working this thing. Can I get a witness? Whom he did for no, he also depressed. You got to know that God is too wise to make a mistake. That whatever providentially he's bringing into your presence. Can I get a witness? And, and you don't know what the doctor's going to find the next time you go get an examination. Do I have a witness? Oh, this thing is deep. What is your response, Elijah? Don't run to a cave. What is your response, disciples? When Lazarus died, here's what he told disciples. I'm glad for your sake that I wasn't there to the intent that you might believe. He is a sure foundation. He gives me favor and fatherly maturity in the midst of my mess. Can't you hear him? Be still and know that I'm God. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. For he trusteth in thee. What a word. The next time you get in trouble, check out your first reaction. It'll tell you whether you're carnal or spiritual. It'll tell you whether you have discernment or you're immature. Can I get a witness? God has allowed this in my life for a reason. May he get the glory. May he get the honor. May he get the praise. 
as I close, how, how many of you in college or in school, how many of you failed courses? Raise your hand. And I know most of y'all ain't going to raise your hand. Let me think. You had to take it over, didn't you? Mm. Failed God's course of trouble. I panicked. I wanted to throw the towel in. I wanted to give up. But God brought me to this point for a reason. To show me what's on the inside. All that doctrinal stuff you got, God, doctrine of God and doctrine of hermeneutics and doctrinal system, that don't mean a thing. It's when the storm comes. It's when trouble is all around me. I'm a hold on and hold out. Somebody said, help is on the way. May not come when you want him, but oh! I said, oh! I said, oh! He's right on time! Let's stay on our feet this morning. A crash in the classroom. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you need to be saved. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ, believe in he died for your sins, was buried and rose again? Just raise your hand. You want to join our church on your Christian experience? Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? To the left? Come on up. Praise Jesus. Stay right here. Hi, baby. Right here. There another? Come on up. You be ashamed of me. He said, I'll be ashamed of you. Step out right now. This is the moment of truth. Jesus wants to save you from the guttermost to the uttermost. Is there another? Praise Jesus. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Balcony, is there another? Bless the Lord. Praise Jesus. I'm going to ask Brother Arnold. You follow Brother Arnold? Don't go out the door with him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Father, in the name of Jesus, prepare our hearts for the Lord's Supper as we partake of these provisions of bread and wine. In Jesus' name, amen. Reach down and grab a flask. Do not take if you're not unsaved. You'll only be in damnation to your soul. Praise God. Thank you. The Bible says, on the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread and broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body. A reminder of his redemption. Jesus wants us to be reminded of his redemption. He died on a cross for your sins and my sins. And then there's a Repetition to this. As often as you do this, you do show remembrance of me till I come back. We ought to be repeating this redemptive act of God. On the third passing of the cup, you know the story. He, he took wine and 
And, and he said, drink, this is the wine of the New Testament. This is the blood that washes away all your sins. There is a reminder, there's a repeat. And there's a recommendation. I'm coming back. Do this till I return. This is a memorial that Jesus died for all of my sins, was buried and rose again with all power in his hands. Father, forgive us of our sins. Help us to treat this most holy supper as it is that you gave your body that we may be saved. And oh God, we pray that you would help us to live right, think right, do right. That this is not just an exercise. This is a mandate. Blessed to our souls in Jesus' name, amen. Take the wafer out, please. The wafer is representative of his body. Let's all partake together. He gave his body on the cross, and then the grape juice is representative of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Let's all partake. Amen. Let's stay on our feet. Stay on your feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, when you have a crash in the classroom, you're struggling with how to handle trouble. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Trouble's waiting for you outside. God bless you. You are dismissed. We love you. Have a great day. because I've been a member here for over 20 years and pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before and the truth that pastor preaches about the word, his leadership and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young, into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.